Hello, this is Diksha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 29th of December. India recorded a little over 9,100 new cases of COVID-19 and 302 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally now stands at over 34.8 crore. Cases of the Omicron variant have risen to 781, while 241 people have recovered from the variant, according to the Union Health Ministry's data. The first two cases of Omicron were reported in India on December 2nd, and the variant has now spread to 21 states and union territories. Delhi currently has the most number of cases of the new variant, with 238 cases, followed by Maharashtra at 167 and Gujarat at 73. Delhi and Mumbai yesterday reported a 50 and 70% spike in COVID cases respectively, as the national capital reported 496 cases, while Mumbai reported 1,377. A yellow alert has been issued in Delhi, with the administration imposing restrictions under the Graded Response Action Plan. The closure of schools, colleges, cinemas and gyms was ordered with immediate effect by the Delhi Disaster Management Authority, which also issued various restrictions on the functioning of shops and public transport. Meanwhile, the central government said Tuesday that both walk-in and online registration for vaccination of the 15-18 to age group would be available. Vaccination is set to start for the age group from January 3rd. Globally, COVID-19 has infected more than 282 million people so far, claiming the lives of over 5.4 million. The World Health Organization warned today that the Omicron variant still poses a very high risk and could overwhelm healthcare systems. Omicron cases rose by 11% globally in the last week, with governments of China to Germany and France trying to strike a difficult balance between COVID restrictions and the need to keep economies and societies functioning. The administration of the Netherlands and Switzerland said that Omicron had become the dominant strain in their countries. Listeners, before I move on to the rest of the podcast, I'd like to recommend you a report to read on newslaundry.com before the year ends. My colleague Anna Priyadarshani's report on how this year was a year of advertorials, punctuated by advertisements in newspapers where readers were conned into thinking that an advertisement was in fact a news article. It talks about how multiple administrations and companies, including the Uttar Pradesh government, splurged to promote its current administration by filling pages of newspapers and magazines with what are called advertorials. It is an ad that looks like an editorial. But don't beat yourself up if you mistook an advertorial for a news report. After all, it is hard to notice the tiny markers that identify them as a marketing initiative. Read Anna's report on newslaundry.com to know the creative ways in which readers are often made to believe that an ad is not an ad. It is titled, A Dupe of a Year, How a Section of Big Media Conned Readers with Advertorials. Speaking of this, it would be very remiss of me to not mention how we function here at News Laundry. We don't take any form of advertisements, let alone advertorials, because we are a 100% ad-free, public-funded news platform. We are not funded by the government or private corporations who can place advertisements that look like the news. We bring you fair, factual and accurate news. So, if you're thinking of New Year resolutions to take up this time, supporting free and fair news would be a great idea. Go to newslaundry.com today and hit that subscribe button on the top right corner. In another important announcement, we have extended our Christmas offer till January 5th. So, 
You can still spread the light of independent news by gifting your loved ones a News Laundry Christmas hamper, which comes with a giftable subscription. You can check out the offer in the Xmas hamper tab of our website. Doctors in Delhi protesting over the delay in college allotments after the National Entrance Come Eligibility Test or NEET examination were told by the Delhi police today that they cannot continue protesting in view of the yellow alert declared yesterday. The doctors have demanded that the Delhi police apologize in writing over the use of force on Monday evening, adding that their strike is still on. The Delhi police had reportedly detained 2500 resident doctors at the Sarojini Nagar police station while they were heading towards Union Health Minister Mansukh Mandavia's home. Multiple doctors were allegedly dragged and thrashed on the roads. The doctors finally attended a meeting with Union Health Minister Mansukh Mandavia on Tuesday afternoon but said that their strike will continue. Senior Delhi police officer BS Yadav told NDTV today that the doctors have been told that they cannot continue the strike as a yellow alert has been issued regarding covid in delhi under the ddma act as per which crowds cannot gather the junior or resident doctors say that their protest is being held in view of the covid induced pressure on the healthcare system they said that more doctors are required in the workforce at such a time but a legal impasse is preventing that from happening the central government has said that resolving this is not possible right now since the supreme court is yet to give its judgment The admissions process and the allocation of colleges for the NEET undergraduate and postgraduate students have been caught in a legal deadlock as the Supreme Court is looking into the matter of quota for economically weaker sections. The resident doctors who play a vital role in the medical system have threatened a complete shutdown of medical services if a decision to allocate colleges to new students is not taken soon. The Hindustan Times reported today that two people named in an FIR related to hate speech against Muslims in Haridwar have been summoned for questioning by the Uttarakhand police. Last week, multiple video clips circulated on social media from a dharam sansad or a religious parliament held in Haridwar between December 17 and December 19. The videos showed Hindutva group members and seers calling for violence against Muslims with speakers at the event asking Hindus to buy weapons for genocide against Muslims. After the videos drew criticism online and offline, the Uttarakhand police filed an FIR on December 23 naming former Shia Vakf board chief Jitendra Narayan Tyagi. Tyagi had converted to Hinduism on December 6, changing his name from Basim Rizvi. 2 days later, the names of Sadhvi Annapurna, also known as Pooja Shakun Pandey and priest Dharamdas Maharaj were also added in the FIR. According to the Hindustan Times report from today, Tyagi and Annapurna were served a notice under section 41A of the CRPC yesterday directing them to report to the Haridwar Kotwali police station by January 4 to record their statements. Meanwhile, Jitendra Narayan Tyagi has filed a complaint alleging threat to life from Muslim fundamentalists since he converted to Hinduism. In another incident related to hate speech, the Pune police have filed an FIR today against Sir Kali Charan Maharaj. Hindutva leader Milind Ekbote and four other persons over allegations of making inflammatory speeches at a Pune event. In Pune, the alleged inflammatory comments were made on December 19 or on Shiv Pratap Din, an event that is held to mark the day when 17th century Maratha ruler Shivaji killed Afzal Khan, a general of the Bijapur Sultanate. As per the FIR, the speeches delivered by the accused persons were intended to hurt the religious sentiments of people belonging to the muslim and christian communities and to create a communal divide between people 
One of the accused, Kali Charan, was booked earlier this week by the Chhattisgarh police after he insulted Mahatma Gandhi at a Hindutva event held in the state's capital, Raipur. An Uttar Pradesh government body, the Uttar Pradesh Higher Education Service Commission, claimed today that its website had been hacked. This came a day after social media users pointed out that the website referred to famous late poet Akbar Alabadi as Akbar Prayagraj. The poet's name was restored correctly this morning. Because he was born in a town near the Uttar Pradesh city, Sayyid Akbar Hussain used the pen name Akbar Alabadi. In October 18, the Uttar Pradesh government had changed the name of Alabad to Prayagraj. On Tuesday, several social media users had put out screenshots of a page of the commission's website showing the pen names of Alabadi and two other poets, Teg Alabadi and Rashid Alabadi, as Prayagraj. The names appeared under the About Prayagraj section of the website. The commission's chairperson, Ishwar Charan Vishwakarma, told PTI Today that a complaint in the matter had been filed with the cyber cell of the Prayagraj police. He added, and I quote, It was evidently a handiwork of some miscreants expressing their apparent resentment over the change of the name of Allahabad, unquote. In Hong Kong, the office of pro-democracy online media outlet Stand News was raided today by more than 200 police officers who arrested six of its current and former employees for quote-unquote suspected seditious publications. Since a national security law was imposed in Hong Kong, this is the latest crackdown by the administration on independent press after newspaper Apple Daily stopped operations in June following multiple police raids and arrests of several editors. Stand News, which started in 2014 as a non-profit, is Hong Kong's most vocal pro-democracy news outlet after Apple Daily. The police statement released today said that they were authorised to search and seize relevant journalistic material. A video online showed officers taking away suitcases and boxes from the newsroom. According to the South China Morning Post, the police have arrested one current and one former editor of Stand News. Four former board members, including pop star turned activist Denise Ho and former legislator Margaret NG, were also arrested. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. 